The Nashville chapter of the Public Relations Society of America presents the APR Podcast. Hello, Nashville, and welcome to the PRSA Nashville APR Podcast. Yes, you're hearing that correctly. I'm saying podcast. We launched this limited series podcast in April 2020, April being APR month, to prod into the experiences and insights of accredited PR professionals in the Nashville area. You see what we did there? And hopefully provide inspiration and encouragement for local APR hopefuls. This way, maybe we can prod them into learning more. Okay, I'll stop that. The APR is the Professional Certification of the Public Relations Industry. The acronym stands for Accreditation in Public Relations, and it's described as a test and testament of professional expertise, ethics, dedication, and facility within today's dynamic PR and communications environment. I'm Chris Vadness, APR, co-chair of the 2020 APR Committee for the Nashville Chapter of the Public Relations Society of America, or PRSA. I lead this committee along with the incredibly talented and very well-organized Carrie Guyton. Carrie and I are available to answer any questions you might have about accreditation. You can find our email addresses at prsanashville.com slash about slash accreditation. I'm going to repeat this information at the end of the podcast because I want to make sure you're focused on the guest for this episode. Ms. Eileen Catcher, APR fellow PRSA, has more than three decades of marketing and communications experience focused primarily on healthcare businesses and planning and implementation of crisis communications. Eileen earned a crisis management certification from the Institute for Crisis Management. Among her other accolades, the Nashville Post's editorial team counted Eileen among their most powerful women in 2012 based on leadership skills, influence, and ability to facilitate positive change. I had a wonderful opportunity to sit down and talk to Eileen and I started by asking her about her APR journey. Um, when I had my five years of experience under my belt, I decided to prove myself further and get accredited. So I went to uh, study for the exam and was really nervous because the man that owned the agency that, that I worked for was, and he was a great mentor, but he was kind of a, a he was a character and he kind of let me know that failing that was not an option. So I was terrified when uh, when the results came in, but- uh, uh, That seems like a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he was known for that. Um, but he, you know, he had some good, he had a lot of positive things. I learned all the good things I learned about how to be in PR and a lot of bad things about what not to do in PR from that gentleman, but, um, but I passed the test, so. Did you have a mentor in the process? You know, it was, this was in the early 80s, and it was quite a different process than it is now. And I don't recall there being any formal mentoring. Um, I would like to mention that, that I had the pleasure of mentoring you going through your APR and, and wished that I had had someone to do that for me. But I don't recall there being any formal mentoring process. Um, everything was really different because it was all, we didn't have the internet. And, you know, so we relied on, you know, Cutlip Center and Groom's book and um, case studies that were, were Xeroxed and, and mailed from, from PRSA Nashville. And there, there must have been some class that I took, but I really can't remember. Um, I recall taking the exam in a classroom at a local university on a typewriter. 
So you mentioned that you were my mentor, and I would like to just, uh, I would say that was a tremendous help to me, uh, just to have somebody who, and you were assigned to me, I actually didn't know you before right. this, uh, and uh, just to have somebody who could, you know, talk to me about the process, and, and not so much even the process, for me, it was about confidence. Yeah. Uh, it was about it was about you assuring me that I was on the right track and that I would get there. Um, I needed a little bit of smoothing out around the edges, but uh, for the most part, I had it there. So um, that was really valuable, and I think uh, that's something that we still offer. If somebody's looking for a mentor, uh, we'll connect them with somebody who knows what they're doing and uh, and knows you know and can offer some of that confidence, some reassurance. And I parrot that. I really encourage anyone that that's thinking about it to to uh, take advantage of that opportunity because, uh, like I said, I wished I'd had it. And I think my boss was trying to give me encouragement in his own way by saying, you know, no one that works for me is going to fail this. Right. <laughs> just well, luckily, didn't... you didn't put that kind of pressure on me. So yeah. <laughs> you were much more supportive in a different way. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, how has accreditation helped you over the course of your career? or What has it given you? Um, well, you know, particularly early in my career when I first got it, it, it gave me confidence. Um, and, and I think it gave me some credibility. I, you know, as I mentioned, you know, it was a while back and, and uh, while things have improved in the business world for women um, to some extent, um, back then it was, was much harder to make your way in the, the world of public relations and of business as, as a young woman. So it was really important to me early in my career that way. And subsequently, I think it's helped me really to elevate the profession both for myself and, and for the rest of us that do this kind of work. Mm, that's, a, that's a really important point. So this, this uh, does something for the person, but it expects, this accreditation expects the person to do something for it and the, and the uh, occupation as well. Yeah, I think it really brings value to, to what we do as professionals. Um, and uh, what our profession does for the rest of the business world. Excellent. So uh, as, as we sort of wrap up here, what, why would you recommend the APR to someone who is just getting started in today's environment, or maybe they're established and experienced and have heard about this and, and are thinking about learning more? Well, it, it kind of goes both ways for both those that are just starting out and those that, that have been in the profession for a while. I think it really helps you um, enhance the profession. It helps you continue to continuing education and con continuing professional development. While PRSA does that in general, I think accreditation really pushes you, requires you to do it. You have to maintain your accreditation now and, and it helps involve you in the in what the chapter is doing and what the organization is doing and and that to me really enhances the profession all the way around for everyone both for the individuals personally and for every one of us that's in the profession eileen thank you so much for your time i really appreciate you talking with us about this hey i'm happy to do it and again i encourage anyone interested you know you may Start the process now. You may not take the test this year, but uh, at least get started and, and ask for a mentor and see what it you know, see what you need to do to, to get there because it's it's really not hard um, if you've been in the profession for, for even just a few years. 
um, you already know all of the things they're going to ask you on the test. Thank you so much, ma'am. And that's Eileen Catcher, APR fellow PRSA, our guest on this podcast. Again, you can find my email address and Carrie Guyton's email address at prsanashville.com slash about slash accreditation. We'll be happy to talk with you about your APR journey. Thanks for listening to this PRSA Nashville APR podcast. Mm-hmm.